You know, as Elizabeth was doing the readings there, I, I was thinking of those moments that we abide with, that we linger with, and I, I had this moment where I was just kind of lingering with the pageant from, from the other night. I was thinking about those kids, many of them, that was their first pageant here doing, doing this. And just watching that excitement and the, just, I, I think we had the wiggliest angels too. They were just very, they were very excited, excited and how beautiful that was. And I just want to linger with that for a second. We had this passage of scripture hanging on our refrigerator for years and I'd like to share it with you now. As God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, clothe yourselves with compassion. That's better. Clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. Bear with one another, and if anyone has a complaint against another, forgive each other. Just as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in the one body. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Teach and admonish one another in all wisdom. And with gratitude in your hearts, sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs to God. And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God through him. Just as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. We'll get into that. But first, there is a special passage for this Sunday and it's a special one being because it is the only biblical record that we have of Jesus as a boy. Each year, his parents went to Jerusalem for the Passover festival. When he was 12 years old, they went up to Jerusalem according to their custom. After the festival was over, they were returning home, but the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. After three days, they found him in the temple. He was sitting among the teachers, listening to them and putting questions to them. Everyone who heard him was amazed by his understanding and his answers. When his parents saw him, they were shocked. His mother said, child, why have you treated us like this? Listen, your father and I have been worried. We've been looking for you. Jesus replied, why were you looking for me? Didn't you know that it was necessary for me to be in my father's house? But they didn't understand what he said to them. Jesus went down to Nazareth with them and was obedient to them. His mother cherished every word in her heart. Jesus matured in wisdom and years and in favor with God and with people. Jesus knew that he was supposed to be with his parents in that group that was leaving Jerusalem. He knew that. He knew their expectation, and he did something else. Now, I'm not going to call it sin, but Jesus clearly did 
not live up to the expectation of what his parents wanted him to be doing at that time. Today is the day after Christmas. And Christmas, it's, it's one of those seasons that's just kind of loaded with expectations. And I'm not just talking about the presents. Presents are cool. But the expectations about how people should behave. How they should act. And one of the most horrific things that one person can do to another is to not live up to your expectations. And for those people, you know, those people like, I don't know, your kids, your significant other, your parents, those people that you really know, you've got some expectations of them, how they should act. You've got years of experience that are or years of experience built up. And when they, when they fail to live up to what you expect, it does not go well. You may be the most forgiving, uh, forgiving of most people that you know, but maybe for those people who are closest to you, whatever they've done is unacceptable. Now, I can imagine, I, I do imagine, even, even just the, hearing that story, I can imagine Mary and Joseph just chewing Jesus out for on the miles on that walk back to Jerusalem. He knew what he was doing. This is why forgiveness is essential to any relationship. Because without forgiveness... You cannot have any relationships of any real significant depth. Now, I don't shy away from the idea of Jesus' parents taking him to task for staying behind in Jerusalem. Because without them needing to forgive him for not living up to his, their expectations, there wouldn't have been much of a human relationship there between parent and child. If you've got someone in your life with whom you've never disagreed or who has never failed to live up to your expectations, you don't have something very deep going there. Bear with one another. And if or when anyone has a complaint against each other, forgive each other. Just as the Lord has forgiven you, so you must forgive. Real, real relationships take work. They take forgiveness. It takes you deciding to not throw a person or unfriend that person from your life because they disappoint you. It's too easy. It's way too easy to treat people like they're replaceable. Christ's way of living calls you into something more. The love of Christmas puts you in a different place. It calls you to live as members of one body, accountable to each other, inseparable. Now, yes, Jesus' teaching does allow for people to go in their own um, ways, but only, only when all efforts at reconciliation have failed. And that should never be easy. 
It should never be done lightly with the simple click of an unfriend button. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. These have been divisive times. Families, businesses, communities. Really, if you think about the nation as a whole, we've been getting really good at breaking the ties which bind us. We've gotten way too good at it, in my opinion. Too good at breaking the love and the peace that we need in this world. This week, we're going to head into the new year. We go back to it with the, the hope, the peace, the joy, and the love at Christmas. We go with all of that at our backs, having just celebrated it. Resist the temptation to throw a relationship, a friendship out, because that person failed to live up to your expectations. Do the work that Christmas calls you to. Forgive. Now there may be somebody in your mind that, as I've been talking, kind of, has kind of popped into your mind a little bit. You're ready to leave without a word, just maybe press unfriend or just avoid that person and not speak again. Who is that person to you? Can you name the way that person failed to live up to your expectations? Have you gone to that person when it's just the two of you? On this Sunday after Christmas, let the Spirit, the Christmas Spirit, the Spirit of Christ move in you to do the work. And as far as that you're able to forgive. Let the word of Christ dwell in you. Will you pray with me? Holy Spirit, hear my prayer. Restore a loving spirit in me. Help me to go into this new year with hope of a healthier and deeper relationships. May the word and the wisdom of Jesus Christ guide my life. Allow that light to help heal this world in this divisive time by, by remembering that we are called to live as one people, one body, and we are called to do the work for peace. In your forgiving way, we pray. Amen.